back. Back like we never left. Oh yeah, back like I left stuff. You know what I'm saying? You already know. Man. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. Yeah, we got the love flowing. Okay, right. so the check-in. Catch me on the check-in. <laughs> Catch me on the check-in on the way in, blood. What's going on with you, man? How have um, you been since we last uh, did this G thing? I'm doing good, man. Like, I always say I'm doing good, but I'm doing good. You know, I, I remember the last time we did a check-in. Things was a bit stressful. There was a lot going on. Right. You know, and I, I explained I'm the type of person that tends to, when, I, when I'm going through something, I just tend to like, I'm not saying this is the best way to do things, but I just tend to like just stay to myself and just try to grind it out and do what I got to do to resolve the situation. Yeah. But you know, now that things are, you know, looking up, things are better. Hey, I can't complain, man, at all. For once, I really can't complain, man. How you feeling? I'm, I'm excellent. I would love to hear it. I know the people want to know more about what the fuck we do and what we right. got going on. Right, but, right. But like when you say things is looking up, what's one example of like things looking up for you? Um, without going into great detail, I would say that, you know, relationships are being repaired. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know Respect I mean? that. Respect that. Um, Respect that. Um, being able to, uh, come to, uh, under, understanding, being able to understand somebody and, and understand their ways in a way, you know, in a way that you, you two or the group of y'all can, can move forward. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it takes a lot of, um, it, you know, it takes a lot of self awareness, self, uh, you know, because you can't, you can't say that oh, you don't have no play in this situation. For I mean, sure, everybody for sure. has a play. Yeah. Everybody has a part. So I would say, um, you know, it comes with a lot of work. I respect that. It comes with a lot of uh, patience. Repairing relationships you definitely uh, so, takes yeah. a lot of effort. It does, and and you have to be willing to do that work. You know. Some people may not be willing. Yeah, some people don't. Even if you're don't willing. Like work. Some right. people yeah, don't yeah. like anti-work. Some people are like, I ain't working for nobody. I'm you working know? for myself, and that's it. And that's it. But I feel like, you know, you, everybody has to work for anything worth holding on to, you have to work for. Respect that. Respect you know what that. I mean? And um, certain situations, you, I feel like you just can't brush it off. Absolutely. If, if, you, if you truly care about what it is or all parties involved, then you you can't just brush it off. You can't just be like, well, whatever. Yeah. That's a very selfish way of moving. Yeah, so no, no saying, fuck it, let me put in this work so I can make the shit. Right, happen. especially if you consider yourself a quote-unquote boss. Not to say Yeesh. that I am a boss. But pop the collar on that, blood. Pop the collar on that, blood. Boss man, you know what I mean? Consider yourself that. You know, I don't consider, I don't consider you. you know, I don't consider you, you know, a boss or a man. If you're not taking care of your family, you know, oh. straight up. Oh, shit. If you're not taking care of your family, there's no way you can stand there and say that you're a boss or you're a man. And when I say family, you you're know. talking to a lot of people out there. I right am, man. And when I say family, you know, yeah, I, I can understand some people, like, this, this, is what I, this is what I say. I say that, you know. You you always have you know you always have relatives. Mm -hmm. You can't control who you're related to. Yeah. But you can always choose who your family is. You know what I mean. Hundred percent. So, so when I say family, you know I mean those people that you hold near and dear and close to you. You know. When I call you my brother, I really mean right. you, my brother. Right. It's family. Yeah. So. It's like, you know, and it could be, you know, relatives as well in that family. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, you know, my definition or the way I go about it is that, you know, I, you may have a lot of relatives, but it's very few that you call family. You know? I respect that. So when, when you're dealing with family or, or things that you feel that is of importance, there's no way you can just brush it off. You know, you got to put in that work to repair the situation, to repair the relationship in order for y'all to move forward. Yes, indeed. You know, yes, higher. Yes, higher. You know, you know. Yeah. Uh, enough, enough about me. Enough. How you doing, brother? I'm solid, man. How you feeling? I'm excellent, bro. Okay. Um, the shit is going down these days. You mm. know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I just want to uh, reiterate, like, you know, doing this show with you, exploring these topics, connecting with the people has been therapeutic for me. Okay. Right on. I, I swear, like, like being able to get some of this stuff off, being able to talk about some of these subjects that might be taboo or 
you know, a bit triggering, uh, a little bit triggering, yeah. or you know, controversial, whatever, over people's heads, it is um, useful for me in my process. So I'm, right I'm appreciative of that. Right um, but in terms of how I'm doing, man, I'm excellent, man. I just came back from uh, New York City. Oh, man. the Big Apple. The Welcome Big Apple, to New man. York City. Hey, speak on, speak on it. Hey, the shit was kind of fly, man. I was with my family, you know what I'm saying? Blessed to be with my wife and my daughter. And um, we tore the city up even though we barely scratched the surface. You mm. know what I'm saying? I, I know exactly. I know exactly what that means. It means oh, shit. It means I'm going back. Right. I'm finished business. Back. I'm finished business. Yeah. That's man. what that means. But um yeah, I I, um, I liked what I saw. I, I could see how people fall in love with that city. Um and you know, East Oakland pretty much get it in everywhere we go. So, you know, when I say I got it in, I think I did a oh. damn good job. Okay, so you were able to tap in with some real ones out there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially my bro from Jersey. Shout oh, right out on. my nigga BG Keys. Shout out to the you bro. You know what I'm saying? Shout out bro. You know what I'm saying? His family, April, and all the loved ones, all the cousins. You know what I'm saying? Show the real ones some real love, boy. I'm oh. telling you. But, hey, they, they had spread unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, that's and, how you're supposed to do it, and man. It was, and, and, and it was all... My money was no good out there. Oh, my money was no good out there. That's a good time. You know what I mean, right? So, I, so you know, um, appreciate the loved ones, man. Real ones step up, so you right. know, pay attention to that in your life. But um, before we go any further, now that we checked in, right. you know, I want a good one. You want a good one, right? For sure. I want to shout out Six Kings. Oh yeah, shout out Six Kings. I want to shout out uh, Conscious Mind. Conscious Mind. And I also want to shout out. Uh, Progeny Farms. Oh, speak on that. Yeah, Progeny Farms. Uh, Is that the hella? Yeah, that's the hella. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's All a right. lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, uh, me and my bros back in the day, um, two heated click TAC, you know, Progeny Entertainment, we had put something out here. Okay. You know what I mean? To uh, bless the streets with. And it's coming back. So, you know, Check it out. High quality embroidery. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is about to be available for sale. I, I like it. Just yeah. put a 2X on the side for me. Yeah, and, and that's all going to be distributed by the Six Kings Entertainment. So, you know, one-stop shop. Go to the website. You'll be able to get their links pretty soon. So. Right. And, we're you know, we're building. Yeah, like, we're like, building. Like we said in, um, in all our other episodes, you know, we are starting something new. We are... You are seeing us create this thing. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate all of y'all who is tapping in and taking that journey with us because, you know, without y'all, you know, this thing can't move forward. So, you know, gotta, yes. gotta we love y'all. Gotta love. respect y'all. It's always love. So, um, with that being said, let's get into it, brother. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. All right. So, um, that was something that you brought to my attention. All right. Talk you know, to me. And um, you ready for it? I, I'm kind of. Um, I, it's something I kind of already knew that uh, the, that the, these media personalities, or just um, these media platforms, play fickle games. Yeah. And that's why you know I get, believe it or not, I get majority of my news content um, from Twitter. I respect you know, that. I not, respect you know, that. Uh, Twitter. I, they say Twitter get it first. They get it first. I, I, I've seen hurt. stuff on Twitter first before it even hit CNN, ESPN, all of that stuff. You just got to be following the right people. Yeah. Um, but uh, you brought this to my attention. Uh, it was a, it was a clip. Yeah, you know? buddy. You yeah. want to get into it? You want me to start it off? I got you, bud. Go I ahead, got you, go bud. Ahead. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Uh, our good brother Joe Rogan. Right. Our controversial brother Joe Rogan. Uh huh. Our freedom of speech and questioning. In a righteous manner, Joe Rogan had a showdown. It was a showdown. Showdown. It was. Had that man stuttering. Had that man stuttering and stammering. This man had a showdown with the brother Sanjay Gupta. Who's that for the people who don't Sanjay know? Sanjay Gupta is a head honcho. Mm -hmm. Head honcho. Head medical correspondent at CNN. Now, a lot of people respect CNN for, like, as a news source. Definitely one they of our sources. They sure. say they, they, 
a lot of people have a belief that they might be a less biased news source. Mm. I, I I feel that way at least. And right. That's in right, my opinion. Right. I mean, I have my own reservations, but we'll go ahead. I'll let you speak. In the interview, brother, uh-huh. Joe Rogan directly confronts Mr. Gupta yes, about why did CNN allow lies, perpetrate lies, perpetuate lies on that man's name. Specifically about this drug called ivermectin in relationship to his uh, treatment, his holistic approach and treatment to his COVID case, right? Mm -hmm. So um, if y'all seen a previous episode, we talked about Joe Rogan being COVID in a couple of days. Right. He had all kinds of different strategies. And mm-hmm. one of those things was ivermectin. Ivermectin, according to Joe Rogan, and according to science, right. is not just a horse dewormer like CNN portrayed. Right. Ivermectin has been uh, modified for human use. Prescribed by doctors um, to the tune of over 2 billion people. For years, too. For years. As a matter of fact, Ivermectin, the person who uh, created Ivermectin, won a Nobel Prize for Ivermectin. Right. Understand? In 2015. So, Joe Rogan directly confronted Mr. Sanjay Gupta about direct lies and misinformation that CNN was perpetrating. So, to me, when I heard this, when I seen this, it made me think about this term, and that's what I want to talk to you about, which is propaganda. Mm. Propaganda. Propaganda. We hear that all the time. Do you know what propaganda is? Go ahead. Okay, okay. So, what is propaganda? Propaganda according to uh, Webster's Dictionary, is information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. Hmm. I'm going to read that again. Please do. I don't think they heard you. Please Information, according to Webster's Dictionary, this is propaganda, is information, especially of a biased, Meaning, uh, certain shit is guiding what I'm telling you or what I'm presenting to you. I'm biased, right? I want you to buy this. I want you to understand this. I want you to have this kind of perspective. So it says, especially of a biased or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. So this is like messaging... Uh, symbols or information that pushes a certain agenda. Right. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about Sanjay Gupta and right. CNN, right. when they're framing ivermectin as horse dewormer, why would Joe Rogan use a horse dewormer? Why would Joe Rogan use veterinary medicine? They did that. They did that. They did. And he directly confronted them about those lies because what he used was prescribed by four human beings by, by human doctors. beings. Right. Um, I, I want to go a little bit deeper because this shit is um, a little bit wild. But before I go deeper, what's your reaction to? CNN blatantly lying on multiple occasions saying things that are inflammatory or erroneous like horse dewormer or veterinary medicine when they're talking about his use of ivermectin which is an alternative treatment. What's your reaction? Um, You know, like I said... You know, when I said I had my own reservations about these media platforms, you know, I, it's kind it's kind of not surprising because they all have an agenda that they want to push. Um, but for them to just blatantly just lie, like I think an ad, I don't know if it was the CDC or somebody, I don't know if it was CNN themselves that put out something uh, something saying, um, "Don't take ivermectin. Hmm. You're not a horse." 
Mm. You know, and just putting blanket statements out like that without any context or just trying to make it seem like you have to be ridiculously stupid to take this medication. You know? Yeah. That's that's the agenda that they were pushing out that's there. That's the problem. Right. And um, it's just crazy that, you know, when this same... And, 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 and Dr. Gupta said it. He was like, yeah, they, I don't know why they did that. They shouldn't have said that. I mean, if, if you guys have the time to actually go and... And, and look for this um, interview because it's out there. Yeah, Joe Rogan. It's out there. You will see how Spotify. You know, it was a lot of it was a lot of uh, um, backpedaling, a lot of stuttering, and trying to avoid the question because you know didn't want to give the correct answer. Yeah, they they straight up lied, straight up lied, and he validated that. You know, now some people will try to overlook that for whatever reason because I feel like in today's society, people pick and choose what they want to comprehend. Yeah, or what they want to believe. Or what they want to believe. 100%. Right. So, it's like, all that could have happened and if they don't want to see it or hear yeah. it, if they don't want to see it or hear it, they'll just dismiss it and try to pick at the one thing that they do identify with. So, it's, uh, it's kind of, um, I'll just say this. This video, this interview, you know, the little clip that I saw, it proves, you know, that you should never believe everything that you hear, especially on these major news out, uh, platforms. Because yeah. these news platforms are owned by corporations, and all these corporations are in bed with each other. They all have board members, and all board members know each other. It's just a... a, it's just a yeah. A bunch of partners, a bunch of friends, a bunch of associates. Good old boy network. Right. Who 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 worked this thing? And they're they're going to always push their own agenda. So when we say do the research, and when I it's funny that I say when I say when I said uh, do the research because I was watching ESPN and I heard oh, I was watching a game and I heard um. Um, Jeff Van Gundy, you know Jeff Van Gundy. He's, yeah, a, yeah. he's an announcer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about you former know, coach, right? Former coach, you know, New York Knicks and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So they were, I think they were talking about Kyrie Irving and how his choice of, you know, I think it was it was a, it was a play off of that. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, and he was saying that, um, you know, I'm sick of people saying do the research, do the do the research of what? What are you in, in a lab? Are you with test tube doing the research? And I'm like he said, the people, he said, the scientists have already done the research. So what? This is my uh, rebuttal to that. My rebuttal is when we say do the research, we mean don't just go on CNN mm. or Fox mm. or BBC or whatever for to get the information. Go and read peer-reviewed articles on the subject. Now, if you don't know what a peer review, and it's, it's it's public information for sure. If you don't know what a peer-reviewed article is, it's basically. A doctor or a scientist will put out this study and they'll have all his findings, all his facts to support it. And peers, other scientists, other doctors will now read that review article, it. review it, and now put their own little touch on it and say, oh, this is true, this is not true for my findings, and yada, 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 so far and so forth. So those, this is what we mean by when we say do the research. Yeah. Do the research, look at peer review articles. And formulate your own decision on matters. That was easy. You know? One time. One time. So we talk about propaganda, right? Yeah, we talk about the propaganda, man. How how uh, widespread is this propaganda, brother? You um, know what I'm saying? Like, like, but like, you have a line? like, when we hear that CNN, a major mainstream news source that a lot of people have confidence in, CNN do, does the stuff where they're reporting who becomes president or, you know, what we're doing in different places in the world. And, you know, like they're responsible for communicating to a lot of people. Right. When we're thinking about propaganda, right? Mm -hmm. How far does the rabbit hole go? Oh, it goes deep, bro. Yeah, man. Like, like how much? So, so when I did the research, right? Uh-huh. I found out that propaganda, the term, started in 1622 okay. um, by Pope George the 25th. Okay. Okay. okay um, right. Yeah, he wanted to propagate the faith, meaning push the faith out and spread, expand the empire. Right. right. Uh, doing missionary work, good missionary work. Uh -huh. We're gonna talk about missionary we work later. We actually will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, propaganda was then, as now, convincing large numbers of people about. Uh, 
the veracity of a given set of ideas. Like, like how hard can I press an agenda or an idea? Um, so when I did a little bit more research about the uh, propaganda, right. it took me down this um, pathway towards the Nazis. Oh, really? Yeah. Nothing Nothing ever comes good from the Nazis. Well, you know, we can learn a lot from that time frame. From being oppressive? <laughs> we can learn a lot from their tactics. We okay. can learn a lot from their agenda. So, I will say, there was a thing called eugenics. Uh-huh. I talked about my Alpha 21 a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, you did. My Alpha 21 is talking about the African Holocaust where eugenics was put in place in the United States before it even hit Germany, before it even hit the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah, that is a bomb. Yes. Oh, shit! Oh, a few shit. more. The, the people in, uh, especially in the state of California, the eugenics societies were pushing agendas where they were doing like uh, hysterectomies and uh, abortions mm. and all kinds of um, unwarranted, unnecessary surgeries so that people couldn't breathe, okay? Mm. Um, mm. Nazis use propaganda heavily. Nazis were some of the like most uh, prolific use of propaganda to the point where... Uh, like neighbors was turning on each other, you know what I mean? Jeez. But they got the propaganda tactics and they got the eugenics mindset from the United States. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you look, if that's, oh, shit. that's, that's for sure. So, so this is what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, when ahead. I went down this rabbit hole, it took me in this direction. So, have you ever heard of Operation Paperclip? No, I haven't. I need people to look up Operation Paperclip. According to Wikipedia, and I know people got reservations about Wikipedia. But they cite their sources. So but you they can cite their sources. Right, so you can go in. If you have doubt, go in and uh, tap into the source. So Operation Paperclip was a secret United States intelligence program in which more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, and technicians were taken from former Nazi Germany to the U.S. for government employment at after the end of World War II in Europe between the time of 1945 to 1959. So what I'm giving you is some game about the fact that the United States was recruiting Nazis for government programs such as the FBI, the CIA, NASA, Damn, as a NASA? matter, of, yeah, damn, I, NASA. I, I try to be, uh, NASA racist. almost sound like Jeez, Nazis. trying to be racist in space. You know, no, I'm trying trying to saying, with no, with but they were doing. They had uh, advanced uh, knowledge about rocketing and and like propulsion. Mm. Werner von Braun. You know, I don't know <laughs> if you ever heard of him, but <laughs> nah, check out <laughs> Werner von Braun. Werner von Braun. Yeah, Werner von Braun. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I, I will say, bro, I will say that propaganda is real. And propaganda was used to convince people of an agenda. And propaganda never really um, was outlawed or monitored. There is no regulatory board for propaganda, which means that Entities in power could be pushing certain agendas to make you think or feel a certain kind of way. I mean, that is most definitely happening. That, I want, is, that is for sure apparent. You you, you feel me? Yeah, it's man, relevant I, right now. I mean, it, it happens in the last with the last president. I mean, his whole campaign, his whole presidency, make America great again. Right, was all based off of propaganda. And it got to the point where his propaganda had the lasting effect because now you have more outright, you know, bigot bigotry and discrimination even within Congress and even within politics. Yeah. You see it blatantly and it's like they're like, So what? Yeah, what divisions are more it? pronounced. Right. They're definitely more pronounced. So propaganda is not going anywhere. It's the way that the media or the powers that be use the media 
to give us the people what we want to think or to push this narrative and say, nah, this is the way that things are. Don't yeah. worry about what you're hearing or what you're researching. This is what's going on. From us over here at Overstanding with Luck and Easy, we're trying to educate y'all so that y'all can be aware of the shit Most that they're using to make you think a certain kind of way or make you move a certain kind of way. Right. Make you support a certain agenda. So be critical. But it brought me to this day in history. Oh, yeah. Speak on it. Because that's also a segue into the it's next topic. Is. That's also a segue into the topic that I wanted to get into. But, yeah, speak on it. Um, this day in history in 1947, there was something that was happening where we were in the midst of what they called a Red Scare. Do you know what the Red Scare is, my brother? No, nah, what's that? Okay, so after um, this, like, uh, World War... We went into a cold war mm -hmm. with Russia. Right. And there was a lot of uh, communist uh, concerns. Okay. okay. Um, we're in a democracy, quote unquote, right. in America. Okay. And uh, in Russia, they had like what they had a communism uh, kind of uh, party. Remember before the Berlin Wall was broken and right, the Soviet right. Union was broken. Up. Right. So the Cold War was just like. Dynamic between U.S. the superpower and mm -hmm. uh, Russia the superpower. But anyways, during the Red Scare was a propaganda campaign that um, incorporated people in Hollywood. People in Hollywood was getting blacklisted at the time. Mm -hmm. If you were allegedly associated with being in the communist agenda, then you were targeted. You might have been called out. They had Senate hearings, so this day marks the day where the Senate hearings for the uh, Red Scare connected to this communist agenda that they kind of were propagandizing. Mm -hmm. You did right. propagandizing. Uh, that shit was happening, man. So, okay. so with that being said, man, let's take this break, man. Check out this video for sure. Shit to say, just made a play for 20k. Every day a business day. About that, don't ever doubt that. What was you thinking? Looks is deceiving. You see that I'm eating. Dreams come free. The hustle sold separately. I'm glad that you slept on me. Self made to the death of me. Put myself in position. Had to get up off the bench. Use my game to gain. Struggle ain't the same. I'm moving up the chain. The hell with you bitches think? Stacking money in the bank. Fuck what a nigga think. Dollars make sense. My sense gon' make dollars. Catching plays like Odell. You pump faking. Oh well. I'm about to purchase me some property. Yeah, go tell. Running up in commas, eliminating the drama. What you saying? Casual everything around me. I got haters that talk down on me. I got fam that even know me. And I don't need that type of energy around me. So I lost them and found me. Cause one thing I know about me, I stand tall. I fall, make plays, shots, I call. Gas station on the cement. 
is cracking. I ain't talking about the drink when I say we got action. Uh, get that package, bitch. Flip that backwards. I've been counting dividends, boy. We big factors. Look, cash rule everything around me, nigga. I hear you loud ass niggas. I see you clown ass nigga. Rearrange the pieces on the board. Change and leave with no remorse. Stang them, that's gonna leave a mark. Believe me, they don't really want it. Busting down the block, gave them something to see. We just counting up the profit. This the hustle degree. Look, count that bankroll. Proceed to leave. And I ain't going easy. This the season for squeezing and leaving. I hope you know you with the stars. I got power. We evading the laws and moving the mountains. Uh, we won't say what we saw. Reward could be thousands. Uh, smooth criminals, we be dancing around them. Uh, shout the big champ. I two step with the cha cha. Niggas is overgrown. Get hit with the chop chop. This ain't no pop lot. Get hit like a drop shot. Check the timepiece and make the enemy clock stop. You can keep that energy, fam. We don't want that. Trust me, I'ma take my shot. I won't pump fake. Niggas be stunned faking. I see what's your presentation. Get sent to another nation. I hate elimination. What? Cancel everything around me. I got haters that talk down on me. I got fam that even doubt me. And I don't need that type of energy around me. So I lost them and found me. Cause one thing I know about me, I stand tall. I fall. Make plays. Shot call. Casual everything around me. I got haters that talk down on me. I got fam that even doubt me. propaganda you know topic because I just segues us into the next topic that I came across and um, I'm sure all of y'all have heard about it is the Facebook situation if you don't and if you don't know what the Facebook situation is is basically you know Francis Hogan you know who is a, a whistleblower that used to work for Facebook um, pretty much came out and said that uh, Facebook is aware that its platform is uh, causing damage to people's mental health, um, specifically, uh, you know, depression in women, and um, you know, just depression all around. Just uh, you know, just it, it knows that the platform people is, is really affecting mental health, and not only that they know, but they have created an algorithm. The algorithm purposely puts out information that triggers people. Hell no. You feel me? To boost its engagement and its popularity and just basically just have them locked in. You know? So you're saying that they have knowledge that their shit is a problem. Like, Oh yeah. And not only that they know it's a problem that they feel like we're going to benefit off of this problem. It's nasty. We're going to benefit is we're gonna benefit off of people's mental illness, you know, and we're gonna try to not even try. We're going to do it, and we're going to keep their mental illness going and making sure that they keep getting triggered and keep staying engaged. And um, I feel like that's crazy. That's fucking wow. bullshit. I mean, it just is what Bruh. it is. But uh, what's your what's your take on that? Ah uh, man, so just me knowing how many people is on Facebook, right? The whole world. Oh man, I don't even look at Facebook no more. I don't even I, have a I, Facebook. They, uh, if you have Instagram, then you I have got Facebook. on. I'm on Instagram. You're on Facebook. And I, I, I upload to Facebook, but I don't check those comments. I don't check my inbox on there. Uh, I'm you know look. Facebook for me is a behemoth. And then when I think about manipulated messages from the behemoth, it's even more scary. Because it's like, mm. this thing is huge and it knows 
what's triggering people or what's bothering people or what's making them anxious or, you know, like contributing to their depression. But they'll keep doing it. So it's like... Because they're benefiting. This this to me is um, very, very, very nasty. Yeah. Uh, but uh, at the sure. same time, in my eyes, I see... Um, from a logical perspective, I see something. What do you see? What I see is corporations will value profit over people. Oh, we already know that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if everybody knows that, but oh shit, oh shit. Well, if they don't, they, they it's know now. It's a lot of corporations out there, and these corporations' main goal is profit. Quarter by quarter, year by year, you know? Right. And if they got to put extra sugar in the formula to make you more addicted, they're going to do gonna it. They're going to do it. Um, they, or, but but it's, the formula is all wrong, you know? That's what I feel like. I feel like it needs to be reversed and they need to invest in the people because it's the people who make the product. Yeah, I get you. But, you know, but what I'm saying is they extracting from the people. Oh, yeah. We it's in the all bad. Where it's the corporations bad. is doing profit over people. So that's my that's my take on it, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, to, well, to sum, it all, to sum it all up, you know, Facebook, you know, do better. Uh, yeah. Those, and also, you know, I would just say my advice to those who consume themselves with social media. Social media is not real. That's not the real world. All right. So don't feel like you gotta compare yourself to somebody who's on there. Don't feel like you know you gotta really believe everything that's on there because look, people, most people are not gonna put their part time and their bad times on social media, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Instagram, whether it be whatever it is. Like you're gonna see the highlights. It's it, that's why I always call it Instagram. Instagram is people's highlight reel. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? Agree. So don't don't feed into that. Don't feel like you need to compare. Don't feel like you need to compete. The only person you know you're competing with is yourself. Yeah. So that's it. That's my suggestion on this whole Facebook because you see what they're doing. They're purposely putting the trash in front of you. Now it's because you're, now it's up to you. Do you want to consume it or do you want to just be like you know what? I'm on my own way. I'm doing my own thing. That's up to you to decide. Big blessings. Big you know? blessings. Um, so. The next thing, right? Uh, I, I don't want to stay stuck on Facebook because nah, I don't nah, even let's... fuck with Facebook like that. <laughs> so really, I you know what I mean? Yeah, Instagram though. Yeah, I'm on. I'm so on you fuck with Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> so you fuck with Facebook? It's all yeah, the same. It's called Instagram. Nah. <laughs> Go ahead though. All right. Have you been watching TV lately? Occasionally. Okay. Are you watching TV series these days? Mostly, that's what I do at the end of the day. I mean, you got, you, nice got, you, got you got anything in particular you watching these days? Cause I got the make. I got the. I got. I got the big bombshell uh, G thing. That I oh need yeah. To share well, with you. Oh yeah. Well, the series that I'm watching right now. Um, I'm watching you. You was a good series, yeah. crazy dude. I'm also watching you. You on third season? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm on a lot. I'm on a, on a. This is the final. I mean, not the final, but the last, the latest season. I haven't watched it all, but it's it's cool. The first season just got me. It was a really really great show. The first season was good. The second season was, you know, it was some mid. Is what it is. And the third one so far, it's like damn, it's craziness. But it's like I'm, I like it. So we'll see where it goes. Another show I'm watching is Squid Game. You know, I'm watching that show. Crazy show. If you haven't watched it, go ahead. Go ahead and um and um check that out. It's a great show. It's um it's in I believe well, when you watch it you see what it is. Bro, I'm glad you brought up Squid Game, bro. Well right, right, okay. Squid Game. Right. Because I'm sure you watching that. Squid Game is a phenomenon. I'm sure you you watching that. I binge watch it. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Right. How long did it take you? <laughs> I don't even know, but it might have been a weekend. Right. It was nasty over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen. Squid Game has taken over the world. I think Squid Game is on track to be Netflix's highest rated series I ever. think it is. I think it is. I think it is. So, 
What's your thoughts on Squid Game? Because I got some thoughts. I, especially um, because I've seen uh, a situation. Okay, well, my thoughts on the show, just watching the show, as a, a uh, as a viewer, uh, I love the storyline. Um, I love the build-up of characters. I love the cinematography. Um, it's a solid show. It's a, it's a great show all around, through and through. Have you, know you I mean? have you paid attention to any of the symbolism in the show? When I first saw the symbols, it reminded me of PlayStation. I used to be a gamer. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. I, and I saw the triangle, the square, the circle. You know, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm like, you knew dunk, shoot, speed, right. you feel me? Right, right. <laughs> That's what I saw. Okay. So, I read this article. The article was in VigilantCitizen.com. Okay. 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 Uh, the article was about <clears throat> the symbolism in Squid Game. Okay. And symbolism. bro, he he blew my mind. Okay. What was he talking about? Uh number one, you you seen the thumbnail for uh, the 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 show? The thumbnail. I when I say the thumbnail, I'm just talking about that little picture tag. Like if you're scrolling through Netflix, you see a box. With a picture and the title of the movie, right? The mm -hmm. thumbnail. Mm -mm, I don't remember. The, the thumbnail movie. for this one is a baby doll, a cute baby doll. Is it? Yeah, cute baby doll. For real? Yeah, look that shit I, up. I on never, I never noticed it. Yeah, look that shit up on Netflix. Yeah, so, so, so I mean, so I mean, like right off the bat, you see a cute baby doll, and it says Squid Game. Who do you think that they're marketing to? Cute baby kids, probably. Okay, okay, okay. But hold on, let me let me now let me ask you this: this this baby doll, is this baby doll just a clean cut, clean, baby? no blood, no scratch marks? You no only see the uh, baby doll's head, and it's a girl. She oh, no bangs. body, nobody. You see, she got bangs. She got a smile on her face. Oh, her eyes I know are the, Oh, wow, I know. So that's from the show. If, okay, so it's one of the. Uh, yeah. Okay. The, the character. Okay. I'm not gonna give it away yeah. for those who haven't watched. We gonna it. do some spoiler alerts in this shit. So, okay. oh well, man. Y'all watch it. Y'all gonna be impressed. But we just gonna talk about some of the symbols. Go ahead. So first off, we talking about like symbols towards kids, right? Right. You already said PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Who playing PlayStation? I know it's an adults playing PlayStation, but who is PlayStation marketing to? Uh, shit, I would say kids and adults. Kids and adults. Right. Kids is included. Oh, yeah, for sure. All I'm saying is that there is uh, a nuance about Squid Game in childhood. Would you agree? Hmm. I would say that, yeah, because of, okay. the, of the, the games. Yeah, because right? the whole idea that, for those who don't know, spoiler alert, right, this spoiler. is... Uh, Squid Game, not is too a much childhood game. Right, right. A lot of the a bunch of childhood right, games. Right. But this one particular childhood game, Squid Game, is like this um, game where you have to be in certain sections and you have to move around this thing certain ways, and you have to be able to get past the person in order to get to another stage. It's very symbolic. Hmm. Very symbolic. Hmm. Speak on it. All right, from a symbolic perspective, this uh, article that we was talking about in Vigilant Citizen was talking about how the way it's set up, the symbol is a box with a small circle at the bottom, a pyramid on top mm -hmm. with a small circle on top of the pyramid. Okay. And the idea is to go from one side to the other. But you have to move a certain kind of way. You have to get past the like, like damn near like an enemy in order to get to the next level and put your foot in this little exclusive circle. And if you can do that, you win the game, right? Mm -hmm. The symbols are representative, potentially. The box could represent the masses. The people that are Working the machine, making this whole thing, working the industries that make this place go, but okay. not really reaping the benefits. Not like the top just 1%. Keep, just keeping the thing going. Just, just keeping the thing going. The and, middle and, class. And the, and the circle is those unique people who have a unique debt situation or a unique addiction situation or a unique affliction that makes them even more vulnerable or more susceptible. 
that circle is in that square. So you got this big square with a circle. Right. The pyramid, you know, pyramids are symbolic. Right. You know, right. uh, you know, we got the pyramid on the dollar, right? With the with the separated capstone, right? right? Um, a lot of people in esoteric circles believe that that means like uh, a concentration of power mm-hmm. from out, out of many one. I was just in New York; they got that on one of the uh, uh, tunnels, like the Lincoln Tunnel or something like that, or the Queens Tunnel or mm-hmm. something. It says, "Out of many one, e pluribus unum." That's the mm-hmm. thing that's on the dollar. That's loud, right? Out of many one, right? Mm-hmm. So that pyramid means like. The people, that's the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. And then you got that circle on the top of the pyramid means those specific elite. Because in the squid game, for those who ain't seen it, the whole thing, who do you think it's about? Like, like for, from what you've seen, what you think it's about? Um, My take of, about it is just how the rich and those, the powerful kind of just play with the most vulnerable but it also shows that the most vulnerable can be very greedy, you know, and it's in a system where that's that's glorified, right? A system where it's glorified, but they're willing to um, willing to pretty much sell their soul, so for whatever it is, for for a better life, for sure. So so yes, and the symbolism of that pyramid going to that circle and you got to put your foot in that circle in order to win in that little space where the pyramid and the circle mm-hmm. connect. Mm-hmm. It's saying, it's speaking to this brother's journey where, you know, he started as one of the masses, was selected, mm-hmm. had to go through some bullshit. Right, facts. Right? Right. Had to go through some real hard Gangster situation. I ain't gonna spoil the whole thing, but right, boom, he gets to that place. But is he satisfied? There's a lot of different symbols, right? That's man, he's speaking right now. You know what I mean? Even even like um, the arenas. You know, the arenas were set up like children's zones. They were oh, they were because they were playing because they were playing children's games. Exactly. So, you know. There's an idea that even even like what you think about the um, human sacrifices. You saw you caught on to the human sacrifice and the shit. Human sacrifice. Yeah, the human sacrifice. You didn't catch on to that well, symbolically within the, within the players. Peep the game. When they got killed, they got taken off by the workers. Right. My side note: the workers and spoiler the players, alert. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Side note, the workers and the players were slaves. Yeah, facts. But when people died, they, were, they got put into these boxes that had uh, pink bowls on it. Gift boxes. Mm-hmm. Who's a gift for? To the family. That's what I Is that the, I mean, that sounds like a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, sound like mm-hmm. I'm giving something to somebody for their appeasement or their enjoyment. That's the human sacrifice. Oh wow! Symbolism. Oh wow, man, you did. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot oh, right shit. there. Oh, shit. Uh, I saw where you were going. I saw where you were going, but it happened. The way you broke it down, definitely, you can see the symbolism, and you can see the different, um, the underlining messages. The underlying messages to me is: the are they, thing. are are they, are they marketing to our kids? I don't think so. I do. I don't. I do. When the, when the thing is about when thumbnail is a dolly, a uh, squid game is the name. Game. Ooh, it sounds fun. Kid can go in there. They don't have any parental restrictions on them seeing um, all of this. Uh, gore and and killing. So let me ask you that: is that is that the platform's fault or is that the parents' fault? Both. I think it's the parents. It's fault. both. It's both. It's both because there could be um, something that could happen where certain things, because of a graphic nature, are deemed inappropriate for youngsters and classified a certain kind of way, and you got to do a access code. That that's that's possible. But you can do that. 
it just takes the parent to do that on the platform. Now, what the what the uh, the platform did and what the producer of the content did was they gave it a rating. And I'm talking about the rating. pictures that they use in the market. I mean, I can see, I can see, I, I kind of see what you're getting at and how you're trying to tie it together. Like, okay, yes, I can see how a kid can click it and get into the video because of the way that it's presented. I see that. My bigger picture is, let me ask you what you think about this. My bigger picture is, are kids being desensitized to violence, mayhem, and that thing that we just talked about with the elite getting their entertainment from fucking with our lives and putting our lives on the line? Um, I think kids are getting desensitized, desensitized, right? Desensitized. Desensitized. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't speak today. But um I think that they're uh getting um that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, they get desensitized? They are desensitized. Okay. Because <laughs> because um because of um, you know, maybe like like I'll just say what's I could say movies. For sure. I could say social media. For sure. You know, I can say, you know, just what happens in their environment when they go to school and there's a shooting. What about video games? Video games. I mean, it all plays a part. It, it can all play a part. However, I feel that, you know, it's up to the parent. It's up to the parent to be responsible and try to, you know, be, and not even try, but it's the parent's responsibility to. You know, know what their kids take in. It's a dilemma when you kids got a smartphone. It's a dilemma when they got tablets. At the same time, but there's parents that don't that don't let their kids have smartphones. There's parents that have that give their kids the regular phone that allows you to call and text. You don't need to be on the internet. You don't need to be. You need to have a phone because of emergencies. So they don't be the nerd get bullied. Uh, I mean, if you look, at, <laughs> yeah, because society yeah. is fucked up. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not one thing; it's another. Right. I mean, it is what it is, but at the same time, the 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 growing and everything. I mean, your environment it definitely plays a part, but it starts from home. Yeah, you know, and you have to have that structure, that foundation, foundation. at home. So obviously, you can't control everything. When they get to a certain age, they're gonna have friends. They're gonna be able to be a little more mobile and find out things by themselves. But at least if you lay it up solid foundation, then, you know, it's 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 only so far how they can mess up. It's strong. When they build, it's not gonna crumble, it's not gonna fall. It's gonna they'll be able to layer up on that foundation, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, I, I would uh, in rebuttal to what you're saying, I, I salute what you're saying. I know it's the parents' responsibility, but it's also the parents' responsibility to provide and some of these parents, they work in two, three jobs. Some of these parents is out here like, um, you know, uh, preoccupied or, or tied down with Facts. different situations, restricted by different situations. So, you know, I, I, I ain't going to put no blanket approach. I would say, you know, parenting is going to come in different bags. That's true. But um, salute all the parents. Salute the parents, the people that's really uh, trying to invest in their kids, invest in their lives. But... I will say, because kind of, we were talking about Squid Game and right. whether or not they market in the kids, right? Right, that's what, that's what it came out And, I, and I, I think that they market in the kids. I think our kids are being desensitized to violence. I think our kids are being exposed to more and more graphic imagery of this mm-hmm. in order to affect a, like a, a almost numbness. Hmm. And in like a disregard for life because the powers that be, for sure. I mean, look at the food system, look at the water system, look at the, you know, the media, look at look at what we're doing to the environment. They ain't tripping off life. You know what I'm saying? They're I mean, tripping I, off profit. No, I mean, definitely they want profit. I mean, that, this is what this uh, country is built upon and... You know, I don't know. I guess we'll agree to disagree on this matter. Love, you know, brother. Love, love, you know? love, love. But let's get into the uh, the WTF moment, man. Rock with me. What's, the, what's the what the fuck moment? Huh? What the fuck moment? Yes, sir. So, um, this shit blew my mind. 
Fuck with me. Um, so basically, you know, I was uh, I came across this article. I believe it's from the Associated Press or so, and it said a, it said a gang in Haiti kidnapped 17 members of a U.S.-based missionary group. Here we go with and, the gangs in Haiti, huh? I, I mean, that's how they labeled them. I don't know. But they said a gang in Haiti, they uh, kidnapped seven, 17 members of a U.S.-based missionary group and is demanding a million-dollar ransom per person, you know? Now, the authorities are uncertain whether the demand also relates to five children being held hostage. Okay. All right. But uh, basically, someone from the name of the organization is the 400 Mawozo Gang made the demand Saturday in a call to a leader of the ministry group shortly after the abduction, you know? So are they saying that the kid, the, the missionaries got five kids? And they were... And they don't know if it's related to five children being held hostage. I mean, I know that there's there's been some articles and some stories out there about missionary groups, you know, abducting and kidnapping children in Haiti. For sure. For all kinds of uh, egregious reasons. For sure. But um, before before we get into that, you know, um, basically, you know, somebody from the Foranger Mowozo gang, you know, made the call and a contact from the organization, the Christian Aid Ministries. They're pretty much confirming what it, uh, that Yes, 17 of their members have been abducted. Now, some people of the, uh, of people of the citizen of Port-au-Prince, you know, they're, they stage a protest. They stage a protest, having signs that says no to kidnapping, free the Americans. You know, they feel that the missionaries have come there and they've built a lot of schools, they've employed them and paid them money and done so much for them because that's the whole reason why they were in Haiti. They were in Haiti to rebuild, to bring funding, yeah. to, you know, do all kind of the, all these great things. So some people would have Haiti are like, no, you know, but the gang, you the know. Quote unquote gang. Quote unquote gang. You know, that's, I'm just saying what the yeah, yeah, Associated yeah. Press labeled them as. The, the, the organization, let's, let's say that. Yeah. Um, they're like, they have a different reason and a different agenda of why they, they abducted these these missionaries and um, go ahead and you know go ahead and speak on what what you told me when we were speaking about this earlier, bro. I just I wanted to just start off by saying prayers to IET, like like oh, Haiti like, for like, sure, like, like for um, the Haitian massive. Like really, um, it's been a lot going on, man. They just lost their president through an assassination situation. Feel me. Um, they never, I don't think they completely rebounded from the earthquake in the first place. Right, the first one, right? You know what I mean? And that was years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, another they, way just, they just, and, and, and they just had these um, situations at the U.S. borders coming through Mexico. You know, like the Haitians, um, even Haitians relegated to certain areas in, in Florida and whatnot, man. Haitians have had some struggles. Yeah, for Haitians sure. Haitians have had some some challenges. So I just want to say prayers and, and uh, sending solidarity and strength to them. But um, on everything, when I heard this story, what I told you was I heard about some shit like this before. Yeah, you did. I heard about some shit like this before, but the shit happened in 2010 where there was news articles from CNN um, saying or excuse me Reuters.com said 10 so-called missionaries were arrested for child kidnapping. Really? 10 10 missionaries arrested for child kidnapping in Haiti. These are people from America presenting themselves as missionaries got arrested for child kidnapping. In another article, in the same time frame, this is right after the earthquake that hit uh, Port-au-Prince, right? right. The, the, the capital, right? Right. Uh, CNN.com in 2010, the headline read, Traffickers 
targeting Haiti's children, human organs, Prime Minister said. So the Prime Minister was under the impression that they was doing organ harvesting and kidnapping and was and that shit was taking place rampantly. Wow. They the the, the Prime Minister was like, they're coming and they stealing the bodies, the organs, and the children. All wow. at the same time. So to me, when I heard this, I wasn't far-fetched because some people I heard were thinking like, were the quote-unquote gangs protecting uh, people that from from being kidnapped? Right. Well, you, well, the the headline of the article did. Well, I don't want to say the headline, but in the article that I read, it did say that they, the authorities were uncertain whether the demand was also related to five children being held hostage. So. You know, five kids, the missionaries may have been holding five kids hostage. Um, and this uh, organization or gang, the way that they put it, uh, was probably like, well, let's, let's protect our people. Let, that's us. That's from our community. And these missionaries are, dis are disguising themselves to be, uh, to be good people, but whereas they're really pillaging and taking from us. And, you, and, and side note, that's how, uh, that's how slavery started. Well, go ahead. I so I don't know, I don't know, you know, whether or not the gang was protecting people from being kidnapped, or I don't know if the missionaries were doing something faulty. I don't know either. Right, right. I mean, this is just we're just speculating. Right? But the the fact that it reminded me of this dynamic in the past that's documented about like organ harvesting concerns, child trafficking arrests and concerns. It just made me think about the situations that's going on today, these days, right. which is like missing persons, runaways or, you know, uh, missing persons reports is big and rampant. Oh, it is. So, so. You know, um, at the end of the day, I just wanted to bring people's attention to this idea that, you know, sometimes these um, nefarious situations be happening, bro. Like, like people trying to kidnap people, take advantage of people, and we got to be more vigilant. We got, you know, how you were saying earlier, like... Whose responsibility is it? Is it the parents' responsibility? Does it have to start at home? We got to be responsible for watching our kids. Definitely. Watching our youth. Definitely. Watching those vulnerable in our community. Definitely. And, and, and looking out for one another in a different kind of way. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Protecting women. Protecting black people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Women, black people. Yeah. Just, peop just people. People in general. People in general. Be a, be a good person. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, I tell you, it takes more work to be a bad person or an asshole than to be a good person that everybody loves. Yeah. So, you know, take care of your family, take care of your, your community, and move right out here. And with that, right. and with that moving right, we're going to move right into my metaphysical yeah, moment. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Speak on it. Yeah. We talked a lot about history today, brother. Yes, we did. You know what I'm saying? We talked about media propaganda, Nazis, Holocaust Germany, uh, Operation Paperclip. We talked about the Red Scare. We talked about symbols. What I wanted to bring to people's attention this time, but if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Mmm. Say that one again. Ah, oh, man. Say that one again. I, I would just say heard you. If you don't know your history, you're going to be doomed to repeat it. So Facts. I just want to call to people's attention that propaganda is a real thing. Where they try and make you convinced of a certain set of ideas or a certain agenda that's a real thing and it's been happening for a long time has not been outlawed has not been regulated has not been monitored has not been managed mm -hmm. right the red scare more propaganda around things that were supposed to be scary and harmful 
but really wasn't happening um, the way that they was presenting it. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not aware of your history, you're doomed to repeat it. You might fall for some of the propaganda. You might fall for some of the fear-based tactics that they use to control human beings. Mm -hmm. So what I'm getting at right now is know your history so you can be prepared for the same tactics that they try and roll over again and again and don't buy into the fear-based propaganda. With that, let's get up out of here. For sure. That's it. Overstanding. Overstanding. Hey. Donate. Subscribe. Like the video. Yeah. Share the video. Share it. Six King. Talk about it. Discuss about it. Yes. Hit the feedback. Comments. Give us feedback. You know, like I said, we building this together. Um, this is just uh, two brothers with hunt for knowledge, and we trying to give you this knowledge so you can be on top of the information. Be on top of the information and not under it. I left my water bottle in the car, man. That's what it is. I'm a bit parched. You feel me? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> Let's go. But uh, with that being said, overstanding, six, six Kings ENT. Uh, we got a bunch more programming coming. Um, we got uh, Conscious Minds. Tap in with them for all your uh, medical goods. Flower. Um, Extracts. And um, stay safe. Yeah. Do you.